0: Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm your host, Kamisha Lucier, and I'm so glad that we're here today in the Word of God. My beloved is here. I hope that you're well. I believe God that He's blessing you and protecting you and keeping you just as we've asked. And we are ready to open up in prayer. So my love, will you pray for us, please?
1: Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time that we can spend before you. As your sons and daughters, Lord. It's a privilege. It's an honor. We welcome you in this place and mm-hmm. your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. To have your way.
0: <clears throat> yes, Lord.
1: To teach us, to lead us, to guide us in all truth, wisdom, and knowledge. But we thank you in what you are doing in the hearts and in the lives of those that are continuing forth in this training, that you are building them up into your warriors, this elite force, Lord. Mm-hmm. Because only you can do it, just mm-hmm. like you. We see throughout the entirety of Scripture, you tested those that mm-hmm. were even part of the army to figure out, as you knew, you always know who your warriors are. So we mm-hmm. thank you for these, and that none will be lost. But they will, are being equipped and able and ready to stand mm-hmm. in the time of testing and during the trials and and especially during the end times, Mm -hmm. as you are building up your end time army. So we thank you, Lord. We praise you for what you are doing in their lives. We thank you that you have given us power and authority to buy in the hand of the enemy, and Mm -hmm. we do that right now in the almighty name of Jesus, that everyone that is listening will have clarity Mm -hmm. of mind and of thought that the enemy has to lay down every weapon that he's formed against them and attempt to distract them, to bring about attacks in the atmosphere mm-hmm. in order to discourage them from moving forward. We bind that and rebuke it, cast it out in the almighty name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we thank you, Lord, yes, that it is done you. and we are moving forward from victory to victory in mm-hmm. your name, giving you Amen. all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In the name of Jesus. In amen.
0: Jesus' name, amen. And I just hear the Lord saying, Lord, you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, amen. and we release that, Lord. And we just release your perfect will, Jesus. We release your good pleasure here in the earth, in the almighty name of Jesus, amen. I just heard the Holy Spirit say that, so well, amen. I'm going to do what he tells me to do and, and pray it as well. Thank Absolutely. you, my love, for praying for us. So this episode, we are continuing with our operational warfare segment this is a part of the intro to spiritual warfare series but also in within the basic training the god's warriors basic training that we've been working on so last week or i'm sorry the last episode we did we talked about um how the messiah's power flows through his body and i just want to recap that really quickly he positions he i'm sorry he equips and then positions us, and he gets us to say what he wants us to do and say what he wants us to say. The greater works are the getting there, the, the process of God maneuvering us strategically so that we're able to stand in the gap or intercede for others so that they can connect to his power. The miracles belong to the Father, just like they did in mm-hmm. the Lord Jesus's ministry. Somehow, as the body of Christ, we've leapt over the process that jesus laid for us and we grabbed a hold of the miracles belonging to us but the work is the lord's our job is to allow him to equip us and then position us and then say what he tells us to say or do what he tells us to do um there was we talked about elijah in the last episode, and we looked at when the Lord sent him to the widow of Zarephath, there was a gap between the widow of Zarephath and the father's provision that the father wanted to release to her life and into her son's life. But Elijah was sent there or, and he was sent there to do what the Lord told him to do and say what the Lord told him to say so that he could provide. So Elijah was sent there to fill in the gap that was between the widow and the provision that God had sent. And, That was a part of what we talked about. This is how the Lord ministers his power or it flows through us. And the chief caveat here is our willingness to be obedient, which that has been the, Uh the, um, point echoing through everything we've done and say what he tells us to say and do what he tells us to do. So we're going to talk about the saying part right now, because (laughs) part of us being a huge part of us being positioned and, um, equipped is developing discipline over our own mouth. And if you've ever served in the military, you are aware of the fact that you're not able to publicly say whatever you want to say, (laughs) especially while you're wearing a uniform.
1: Or even while you're connected and a part of actively in or engaged in military affairs or as as your position as a service member.
0: Amen to that. There are high consequences and penalties for Mm
1: -hmm.
0: not aligning your mouth. Just And this is a natural standpoint with the, um, or speaking out of turn, if you will, and not exercising discipline. So this episode, we're going to be talking about discipline your mouth. You are a warrior of God. So the Lord is expecting us, his warriors, to operate on a higher standard and level than someone who is just saved, someone who just came into the kingdom. And I'm not talking about... A reference to time. I'm talking about a relevance to what God has called you to do and realizing the importance therein. Jesus only said what the father told him to say. He didn't talk out of his flesh. He didn't talk out of his emotions. He didn't talk out of personal or self-will. He only said what the father commissioned and provided and permissioned for him to say. So why that's important to us is because our mouth is a governing factor. Words are a governing factor in the world and in the spiritual realm in particular. So we're going to talk about some aspects of that. So my love, will you um, start by reading to us our springboard scripture, James chapter 3, verses 1 through 13.
1: Absolutely. It says, let not many of you become teachers, my brethren, knowing that as such, we will incur a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body as well. Now if we put the bits in a horse's mouth so that they will obey us, we direct the entire body as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so great and are driven by strong winds, uh, yes, they are still directed by a very small rudder, wherever the inclination of the pilot desires. So also the tongue is a very is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. See how great a force is set aflame by such a small fire, and the tongue is a fire, the very world of iniquity. The tongue is set up among our members as that which defiles the entire body and sets on fire the course of our life, and is set on fire by hell. For every species of beasts and birds, of reptiles and creatures of the sea, is tamed and has been tamed by the human race. But no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not be this way. Does a fountain set out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? Can a fig tree, my brethren, produce olives, or a vine produce figs? Nor can salt water produce fresh. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior, his deeds, and gentleness of wisdom.
0: Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So I know that's a scripture that you've probably... Heard before if you've attended a church service, and basically it's about taming the tongue. Now, the language that um, James, the brother of Jesus, uses here is such that it seems like it's an impossible thing. But what he's saying to you is, and to us as we read his word, is not that it's impossible to tame the tongue, but for the carnal man, it's impossible. Absolutely. But for with God, all things are possible through him who believes and that we are to strive in excellence to do the things that the father wants and to put a taming of our own tongue in our mouths. Go ahead. Honey. You know,
1: we, uh, I love that you brought that up about the carnal minded verse, what Christ did. We, those that are here going through this training to become God's warriors, right? His elite force and his end time army mm-hmm. should not be looking at excuses Mm-hmm To justify not doing something, Mm -hmm. but should only ever be pressing on towards, as Paul writes in other Mm -hmm. books, the high call of Christ, right? And as we're called to be conformed to his image Mm -hmm. and likeness, right? So, in there is, well, if Jesus could do it, Mm -hmm. how? And then, now that you know the how, or what we'll get into here is how we get to that point. And first, it comes from a willingness Mm -hmm. to be obedient, but then also actually applying it to being Mm -hmm. obedient. Now we can move forward in that Mm -hmm. to become like Christ.
0: Amen. Amen. And verse one of chapter three here says, um, my brethren, and if I didn't say this before, I'm not sure if I read it right. James chapter three, verses one through 13. um, That's where we're reading. It says, my brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. Um, verse 2 for we all stumble in many things if anyone does not stumble in word he is a perfect man also able also to bridle his whole body now let's turn back to James chapter 1 and look at verse 4 it says but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing so the the moniker here is not that you oh you're never gonna do this and you should avoid higher levels of responsibility in the things of God. It's saying put on the mind of Jesus Christ and as you said, my love, persevere and pursue uh-huh. God into the deeper things, into the higher callings that he has for you in his name. So perfection is not or completeness is not what he is telling you to avoid and stay away from, but God has called you higher. So Absolutely. he's saying, pursue into it. And he's comparing and contrasting how a natural um, natural man, carnal-minded man works, who is trying to put himself into positions. Mm-hmm. But we are not that. We are such that the Lord has called us, right? That's why you're here, because he called you. And we are walking in the ways and the steps of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to reach and achieve the places that he's called us to and that he's predestined for us to walk in.
1: It's no different than how the Lord, and, and we talked about this earlier on in this this series, about faith. Christ always had an expectation that his disciples would grow, they would mature, they would come up in level of the mm-hmm. concerning the things of the Lord, right? Um Mm-hmm. That's why he says, multiple how long must I bear with you? Like, before you get this, before you, not just get it, but consistently demonstrate this Begin in your operating life. operating like exactly.
0: him. Begin operating like he does. We have the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, living and dwelling in us. And he told the disciples in the end of um, the book of John and on into Acts wait for the promise of the father mm-hmm. i have a mission for you i am calling you higher than what you are right now but you can't go there without the holy spirit and when once he is upon you then he's going to help you and cultivate you equip you to reach this higher level of standing now this one about taming your own tongue however is on a different plane than um just basic ministry because this is a foundation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and Holy Spirit is here to help you, but you have to do the taming of the tongue. He's giving you the power, the ability, the strength, the insight, the revelation, everything you need, and the encouragement to tame your own, own tongue, but you're the one who's going to have to pull pull the pin so that you can do it, right? You're going to have to be the one who does that, who practices it, so that you are able to do it.
1: And, and part of that is also demonstrating or exercising, making active your faith. To move forward in what the lord has for you Amen. on his destiny track
0: and making a conscious effort every single time day after day so let's look at hebrews 11 and we're going to navigate over to proverbs to the book of matthew and the book of luke so you just kind of have a, a a little glimpse of where we're going from here but let's look at hebrews 11 verse 3.
1: it says by faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of god so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible.
0: Amen. Okay. Amen to that. So God spoke in the spiritual realm what he wanted to have happen in the natural realm. And the chair you're sitting on, the table that you're eating at, the bed that you sleep in is a product of the word of God that was sent forth. It's a byproduct of let there be light. It's a byproduct of him commanding the trees and the grass and the, the seeds to come forth and do what they're supposed to do. You are a byproduct of the instruction that God gave Amen. to man and woman in the garden to um, have dominion and to reproduce after our own kind. You are the byproduct of the word of God. So likewise, because he made us in his image and in his likeness, we carry that same power. Unlike animals and birds and bugs and things of that nature, we are speaking spirits. And so we, especially those who have the spirit of God living on the inside of us and dwelling upon us, have the ability to create with our words and create good things, God things with our words. People who are unsaved have the ability to create with their words, but it's not anointed like it is for us Mm -hmm. who are in Christ Jesus. So it carries an even greater weight. And just reaching back to the example we talked about with Elijah, he didn't show up and lay on the floor and ask for a cup of water he asked for the thing that god put in his mouth to connect the widow to the provision that god had given him and even if you look at jesus's ministry as you study him through the gospels and through the entire word of god you see him saying what the father told him to say in every individual um, encounter that he had of connecting someone else with the provision and the blessing and the anointing of the father
1: and and how do we know because Every time the Lord spoke, it took care of the individual or the, in the situation at, at its very core. But as far as it pertains to people, both in or completely wholly mm-hmm. in spirit, soul, and body.
0: Amen. And the Father gets the works; um, He gets the credit for the works. I mean, Amen. and He's the and that's the way the Lord speaks. He speaks to the core of things, and it's able to bring life and restoration and provision and blessing on a myriad of levels because that's how our Lord operates. That's who our God is. So let's go to Proverbs chapter eighteen, verse twenty.
1: All right, I think it's twenty and twenty-one, but um, <laughs>
0: okay. Thank you. It honey. says.
1: With the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach will be satisfied. He will be satisfied with the product of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit.
0: Amen. So that's for our own individual life, and then how much more so when we're being sent as a Mm -hmm. vessel. So when you're sent as an ambassador or an intercessor to intervene um, on behalf of someone else, right and to carry out acts on behalf of someone else a a larger governing body that has authority you don't start ad-libbing you (laughs) stick to what Uh, you've been instructed to say right quick and in a hurry exactly and subsequently face charges of treason Mm -hmm. or inappropriate actions if they go outside of the parameters of what's been said to them so we are ambassadors of God, ambassadors of Christ in the earth, and we are here to do what he asks us to do. Just a little side note, I know that when we think about the body of Christ, we tend to think of prophets as God's mouthpiece, but in actuality, we're not. The mouth is, if you look at it, anatomically, is listed on the head. The head is Christ Jesus. That's it. And and his headship is full (laughs) and intact seated in heavenly places. He's at the right hand of the father. The head is there and he is speaking to us. We are more like nerve signals. We send a message back to the father, right? And we communicate with the cells around us A nerve communicates with the cells and Mm -hmm. the tissues around it, what the head is saying, and even sends a report back to the head, but it does not speak for the head. It just passes the message and so that's more so what we are even prophets are message passers not Mm -hmm. spokespersons as as in being the mouthpiece of god as though you're somehow registering in the head jesus christ to go i think we should do this i think we should go there no we are more like nerve signals right so i just wanted to tell you that because it helps give a proper visualization to the actuality of what's happening Mm -hmm. we all want to be important to god but the most important thing is him, and when we learn how to function in our rightful place and let him function as his and his, what can he do through us, right?
1: That's it. All right. So, and, and and I'll say that we we are all important, but also what you're saying gives even more. I'll say credence to uh, something that Moses stated that he desired. Right? He was talking to Joshua. Said, "Why are you jealous on account of my sake?" Right? He mm-hmm. said, "I." wish or desire that they all would prophesy. Mm-hmm. But well, in order to prophesy, we have to hear the each individual has to hear the word of the Lord for themselves mm-hmm. and then declare that, or as you were saying, pass it on.
0: Absolutely. To the cells and the tissues around the body is in the mm-hmm. earth. The head Amen. is in heaven. Right. And Absolutely. just like on me, my hand does not talk to me. Right. <laughs> we're made in his <laughs> image and likeness. My foot does not speak. But it receives signals when I say it's time to walk. And it sends signals back if it steps on something that's hot or cold or hard. Well, your foot, not your hand, but yes. Well, my foot does. It sends signals. (laughs) But my hand, if it grabs something hot, it sends a signal back. Mm -hmm. But it does not control what the head is doing. Correct. All right. So let's look at Matthew 12. And we're going to start maybe in verse 34. What do you think, honey?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, actually, no. Let's go to 33 uh
0: Uh-huh. That's what I thought. Okay.
1: Either make the tree good, and its fruit good, or make the tree bad, and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak what is good? For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good man, out of the good treasure, what is good? And the evil man, out of his evil treasure, what is evil? But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an accounting for it in the day of judgment. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned.
0: Amen. And so we typically think about that on a personal level, as in don't say cuss words, um, don't be mean to people, but we don't often apply the the constraints that the Lord is actually talking about here. An idle word is a word that God didn't say first, but yet it's coming out of your mouth, right? <laughs> That's the real definition of an idle word because you're not gonna just give account to God of, I didn't say cuss words or, um, you know, I only said good things about my life. But when he sends you as an intercessor, as a gap um, bridger, as one who is his vessel in the earth, and you do not say what he tells you to say, what did he say to Ezekiel about that? There's going to be consequence for that.
1: If you do or don't do to bring the word mm-hmm. um, that the Lord gives you to give.
0: And it's not just about I'm correcting them or saving their life, but all of this is life saving coming from the Lord. All of everything he sends you to do has a direct consequence and a meaning to God. So when he sends you out of that as a vessel, making sure that you are speaking what he says is vital.
1: And and we can go back to Ecclesiastes five two, right? Just to understand this, which says, do not be hasty in word or impulsive in thought to bring up a matter in the presence of God. For God is in heaven and you were on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. So we can go back, even taking the scripture, look back at uh, Elijah that, that you first brought up there, honey, honey. hmm he was sent to say a specific thing which would mm-hmm. address the core issue, but also for both the woman, the widow, and her child, spirit, mm-hmm. soul, and body. Mm-hmm. Um what did Elijah also say when we we're first introduced to him? He's standing before the king and he's saying, you know, that he is he's addressing the king, mm-hmm. but he's saying, before the Lord of heaven and before whom I, I stand. stand. Mm-hmm. So understanding that also, we are always in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Always. We we should never leave his presence. So Amen. we're always standing before him. Mm-hmm. Why? To say what he's told us to say. To receive command. To receive it and then, and then say it out. and why. or do the thing he is telling us to do.
0: Amen. Amen. So as he's talking here, he's not um, in Matthew chapter 12. He's not just talking about regular old conversation. He's talking about that. He is addressing that, but mm-hmm. there's more to it. Meaning there's more to us navigating, especially those of us who are called to be warriors for God and to fulfill whatever call that he has in addition to that, say what the Lord says, train your mouth to hold your tongue if God is not speaking and hold your tongue if emotions arise, hold your tongue in all those those areas and then only release the word that the Lord is saying and only release what the Holy Spirit is instructing you.
1: That's the word that has life.
0: Amen to that.
1: And, and that is the treasure, right? Absolutely. Which which brings us to actually um, Luke six forty five, right? The good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good. And the evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil. For his mouth speaks from that which fills his heart.
0: Amen. So again, we typically take that to a Lesser level of if I'm saved, I'm going to start talking, uh, you know, like in a way that sounds like scriptural or like biblical. You read the Bible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would that's the the natural expectation. But the good treasure in your heart is also to know and understand that you are a sent being, you were bought at a price and you are not your own and the life that you live, you now live unto Christ Jesus and no longer unto self. And so because he bought you with the price, he has a right to put the words that you speak in your mouth, both on the level of your life and what you say over yourself and your children and your destiny, but also what you say to others, but what you say concerning others as God uses you as one who stands in the gap. So spiritual warfare is a personal, there's a personal, um, action of, um, offense and defense, but then there is a, another echelon or level that's you being sent to destroy the works of the adversary and the lives of others as an offense and defense. And in both regards, you have to have the heart and the mind that you belong to Christ. And speaking of that, you know, with your children, they are God's children. Amen. They belong to Christ. There's no grandchildren in the kingdom of heaven. There's no grandchildren to God. He is father to all, which makes it a first, first line, direct relationship mm-hmm. that He wants to establish. So even when it comes concerning your kids, having the, a a good heart and a good treasure in you that says, "I recognize that these are yours, God." I and, recognize and for a
1: temporary time they have been assigned to. To our my care, care.
0: exactly, right. but they belong to you. So I will say concerning them what you tell me to say, I will Amen. teach them according to what you want them to be taught, not what I think they should have or know or do, not the plan that I created for them, because I can't even create a plan for myself, much less anybody <laughs> else, You know. but the plan you have for them because they are your children. There are no grandchildren in the kingdom of God. And just like our neighbors, our brothers and sisters, when God sent Elijah for the widow, she wasn't a second tier Being she was someone that God created and God loved and he wanted to intervene and Elijah treated her just like she was special and precious to God, a first line, first generation (laughs) son or daughter to the Most High God, not a distant stepchild, you know, bad relationship and stepchildren are a blessing. But um, he wasn't removing her from her connection with God, but instead embracing and in bringing her closer. So our good heart is to know that we are sent and that he has the right to dictate what we say. And we willingly cooperate with that to restrict what we say and what we do to that, which pleases the father and that which he is ushering in for us to say, my love, did you have anything else that you want to add to that?
1: No, I mean, I think that pretty well sums it up. And that's why we say this that often in this ministry, because it, it is the pattern, this is the process that we which by which we should operate. Always having a conversation in prayer, right? That's how we communicate with our Heavenly Father and listening, receiving what He has to say, so mm-hmm. we can say it and do it. Amen. I mean that, that's it. It's simplified. It's the easiest, most difficult thing to do. <laughs> that's right. Right? But, but and I say that because while it is so simple, mm-hmm. Unless you are diligent and willing to do it, I mean, like, dedicated, disciplined and mm-hmm. dedicated, committed to doing that, you won't do it. It's mm-hmm. so rare. As, um, it shouldn't be rare, mm-hmm. but oftentimes it is. And then mm-hmm. people make excuses for themselves oh, it's oversight. And
0: mm-hmm. I didn't know.
1: That, right. But... It's, it, that we didn't understand. So let's gain understanding understand. exactly. and come up to a higher level that the Lord wants us to operate at or within, especially for his warriors.
0: Absolutely, because we can't get to one without doing the other. So when you go back and read James chapter three, you see him saying just that. Yes, the tongue is unruly, but through Christ Jesus, you can tame it and a willingness and a desire to do it and commitment to be um, conformed to the image of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You can do it with God's help. So we're going to pause there for today and we'll be back on the next episode, continuing on this same, um, operational warfare, um, topic. We love you. And we hope that you're receiving from the God, from the Lord, all that he has from, for you during this time in this season in your life, take the time to go back and listen to these episodes and Take notes and let the word of God get down on the inside of your heart. Set aside any religious mentalities or even if you're upset with us because you don't like what we're saying, take it before Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and let him minister to your heart. Because at the end of the day, we love you and he loves you even more than we ever could. And he wants you to succeed in the things that he's called you to. So we love you. God bless you. And remember to live your life in the Messiah's love.
1: Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry,
0: inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says Subscribe.